Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Equitymates Media, this is The Dive. I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. We've all asked ourselves the question, what would you do if you won millions in the lottery? And I asked myself this question again recently when reading that the Mega Millions Lottery Prize soared past $1 billion, $1.34 billion to be precise. And over the weekend, someone won the full amount. This morning, someone is very, very rich. Yes, forget about being a millionaire. The lottery is now making billionaires. But it's not all private jets and mansions when you strike it that rich. In our research, we found some strange and fascinating statistics. For example, you're 120 times more likely to be murdered by a family member. Or 99% of British lottery winners, they keep playing after they win. You'd think that would be enough to walk away. It's Monday the 1st of August, and today we're looking at the business of these huge sweepstakes. Essentially, I want to know, what's the go with the lotto? To do this, I'm joined by my colleague here at Equity Mates. Now, we did draw numbers for this one. I'm joined today by Darcy Cordell. Darcy, welcome. Thanks, Sasha. Nice to be here with you. What's the first thing you do with your million dollars if you won the lotto? Well, I'm not telling anyone, that's for sure, but I think maybe I'd buy a super yacht. <laughs> <laughs> your Instagram feed might get a little bit of an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> All on private. <laughs> so, Darcy, as I said, the reason we're talking about this today is because the Mega Millions Lottery in the US, it crossed the billion dollar mark. This is just the fourth time in history a lottery has done this. And on Friday night, one ticket that was sold in Des Plaines, Illinois, which is near Chicago, they want the whole amount. Winning ticket in the nationwide Mega Millions lottery was sold here in Illinois last night. That's right, Sasha, $1.34 billion. This is the third largest jackpot of any American lottery game and the fourth time it's actually crossed that $1 billion mark. But it's not the biggest lottery draw in the world. Can you guess where that might be? Oh, is it Monaco? That's the only place I can think where people are that wealthy. Not a bad guess. It's the Spanish Christmas lottery, and that's two and a half billion euros last year. That would be a very nice way to see in Christmas, Darcy. That's all <laughs> I can say. <laughs> but back to the news of the week. So the winner can choose that $1.34 billion prize spread over 30 payments, one per year, or a one-time payment of $780 million. The life-changing numbers, 13, 36, 45, 57, and 67 with a mega ball of 14. If you're wondering how that figure works, when a winner chooses the full amount, it's always reduced. The big headline number is always the annuity payout. Okay. Curious what you could buy with a billion? Well, if you're hungry, at $3.99, you could buy 250 million Big Macs. Now, the ticket holder hasn't come forward and claimed their ticket yet, but they do have a year to claim the prize. I want to ask you again, Sasha, when it's claimed they've got a choice, 
Would you take $45 million per year for 30 years or $780 million at once? I'd take the 30 years. Spread it out. Have something to look forward to. I mean, my life's already... (laughs) It makes my life sound really sad, which it's not. But, you know, it would just be a nice little reminder every year of how lucky you are. That was my initial thoughts too. But after a bit of research, people say to take the lump sum at once and just invest that. You're actually going to be better off than $45 million a year. Interesting. Not financial advice, but... Good to know. Someone else said it, not me. (laughs) (laughs) So this news, uh, it's pretty fair to say, got us falling down a bit of a rabbit hole last week. And we just learnt so much about the lottery. So where do you want to start here? I think the one thing I can recommend to these guys is you need to learn your percentages fast. Well, like somebody who say quotes some 3% fee to handle their 33 million pounds. Doesn't sound much. It's a million quid. I think it's important to reframe how you think about the lottery. It is a tax. It's a way for government to raise revenue without raising taxes on all of us. That's such an interesting thought. So essentially, the next time I'm buying a lottery ticket, I'm voluntarily paying more taxes. That's right. And it's not a new model. Throughout history, governments have used lotteries to raise revenue for all sorts of big projects. What are you up to today? Getting a lottery ticket. I just like participating in something that's made the expansion of multiple civilizations possible for thousands of years. Historians believe that the Han Dynasty in China actually used lotteries to fund the Great Wall of China. In 1612, King James of England, he created a lottery to raise money for the new settlement in Jamestown, the first English settlement in the United States. Harvard, Yale and Princeton universities were all, at least in part, funded by lotteries. So Darcy, turning to the lottery today, How much of the money goes to the jackpot? Because I always assumed it was mostly to the jackpot, but you're telling me that's not true. And how much is then the revenue? The average payout, so the average jackpot is actually around 50%, but it can get as high as 70%. In the Spanish lottery, it was as high as 70%, but the UK lottery last year, their payout ratio was 57%. One ticket holder has scooped a jackpot of nearly 200 million pounds. It's been described as the biggest UK lottery win of all time. So there's still a lot of money going to the people, but a lot going to governments and the lottery makers too. That's a really significant amount. I had no idea that it was that high. And it's so significant because from the data we found, for example, Americans, they spend $70 billion on lottery tickets every year. So when you're talking about those percentages, you know, it's not small sums that we're splitting here. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. A poll from Gallup in 2016 found that about half of Americans said they'd bought a lottery ticket in the past year. That's over 150 million people. And it's billions of dollars flowing into the pockets of governments. The UK National Lottery, that had £8.1 billion in ticket sales last year. In Ireland, ticket sales exceeded €1 billion. And the Spanish Christmas Lottery, which we've spoken about, it sells over €3 billion in tickets every year. Estimates are that over 75% of Spanish citizens buy a ticket. But this is the stat that blows my mind, Sasha. Over 115 billion US dollars is spent every year on lottery tickets around the world. Now, if we were to put that into context as the size of a country, if global lottery revenue was a country, it would be about the 50th largest in the world based on GDP similar to Kazakhstan or Morocco. Wow. So where does this revenue go? Obviously, the jackpot gets paid out, but what about the rest of this money? It depends on the jurisdiction. So some governments have the money just going into their general treasury. It's not for any specific purpose. 
but others define exactly what the lottery revenue must be used for. So in the UK, the national lottery sees about 15% of the money go back to the government in lottery duty. Then another 25% is allocated for national lottery projects. I'm working in a role that would not have existed if it hadn't been for the national lotteries. The ripple effect into the community is very, very positive, you know, and it's life-changing to some people. Which can be anything from repairing scout halls to funding British athletes to go to the Olympics. In many American states, though, the revenue from lotteries must go to a specific purpose. In the state of Washington, for example, the lottery revenue must go to funding education and paying off the new baseball stadium. In Wisconsin, lottery funds are used to make owning a home more affordable. The money is split amongst qualifying residences and used as a reduction on property taxes. In Pennsylvania, it's used to fund programs for the elderly, including free transportation, rent rebates and care services. And in Georgia, lottery revenue funds scholarship programs for college students. A lot to feel good about there when you're buying a ticket. So that's the business of lotteries and those who run them. But let's take a break because I want to take a moment to Google the next jackpot I'm eligible for. And when we get back, I want to find out what's going to happen to me or maybe some other lucky person when they win. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. We are back on a Saturday morning with today's talker, and it's really all anyone can talk about all week. That billion-dollar Mega Millions jackpot and what you would do if you won it. Welcome back to The Dive. I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. I'm joined by Darcy Cordell, and today we're talking about the lotto. Before the break, we spoke about the business of lotteries for the governments that run them or hold them. Now, Darcy, let's talk about the exciting bit. Let's talk about the individuals who win the lottery. And let's start with the fact that it's actually a very tough business to win. It is. The odds are not in your favour. Oh, I didn't want to hear that though. (laughs) (laughs) Got to be honest here. I was hoping that you'd contradict me, but okay, come on, tell me what the odds are exactly. Okay, so we'll put it in some context. You have one in 700,000 chance of being struck by lightning, but you've got one in 14 million chance to win a standard six ball lottery game. But Mega Millions, the one we're talking about today, That's one in 303 million chance. It's a bit hard to understand the likelihood of those stats when you just rattle them off. Do you have something I can compare it to? Well, if you think you're likely to get eaten by a shark when you go for a swim, you've got a one in three million chance of that happening. So much more likely than you winning the lotto, Sasha. Okay, that took a little bit of a turn. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, a little bit more of a death. But I've got a quiz question again for you, Sasha. There's actually only one game in the world harder to win than the Mega Millions jackpot. Can you guess what that is? Um, Ninja Warrior? No, (laughs) you may have competed in it. Oh, wow. Um, I haven't competed in this, but Australia's got talent. Uh, You should definitely be in there after seeing your karaoke skills, Sasha. 
But no, it's actually McDonald's Monopoly game. Winning the $1 million jackpot, you have a 1 in 451 million chance of it happening. Oh, I love the McDonald's Monopoly game. Me too, but it's not, you're not going to win there. Oh, and it is important that we stress these odds because some survey data does suggest that way too many people think, and I've got to say I'm one of these people, that the lottery can be won. In 2006, the Consumer Federation of America survey found that one-fifth of Americans believe that winning the lottery is the most practical way for them to accumulate large savings. In 2019, a survey by the investment app Stash found that 40% of respondents, including 59% of millennials, believe that winning the lottery could be a good way to fund retirement. Now, I'm not arguing it's not a good way to fund retirement, but those stats do seem a little worrying. I don't think there's any doubt that it would fund your retirement if you did win, but there's plenty of data to suggest that winning the lottery isn't all it's cracked up to be. some things you should keep in mind if you happen to come into an enormous sum of money like this. A team of economists tracked the fortunes of financially distressed people who won the lottery in Florida and they found that within three to five years the winners of big prizes were equally likely to have filed for bankruptcy as the winners of small prizes and each group had similarly low levels of savings and high levels of debt. According to the National Endowment for Financial Education, about 70% of people who win a lottery or receive a large windfall go bankrupt within a few years. 70%, that's really sad. Maybe, Darcy, we need to make a financial literacy podcast for lottery winners. It's a small but important niche of podcast listeners. Sounds like get started investing to me. (laughs) Uh, But Darcy, it's not just that the money goes quicker than people expect, is it? your life actually becomes a lot riskier as a lottery winner. You're something like 20 times more likely to be the victim of homicide and 120 times more likely to be the victim of homicide at the hands of a family member. So the odds increase in double-digit multiples that you'll also be the victim of a drug overdose, kidnapping or declare bankruptcy as we talked about. And it gets worse. The odds increase in triple-digit multiples that you'll be convicted of drunk driving or be a defendant in a civil lawsuit or felony criminal proceedings. I guess it's not surprising. If your name is published as a lottery winner, suddenly you'd be in the spotlight. So that's why when I win, I will certainly be anonymous. No one's going to (laughs) know. Smart. (laughs) Now, Darcy, we did come across so many stories that really illustrate these statistics. So to wrap up this episode... Let's share a few. You know what this feels like. You actually woke up one morning as a winner. So what are they likely feeling? What are those emotions? Okay, meet Denise Rossi. After 25 years of being married to her husband, Thomas, she handed him her divorce papers. But what she didn't tell him or the court in the divorce proceedings is that she actually won the lottery. But in divorce proceedings, you have to disclose all of your assets. And because she didn't, the court gave all of her winnings to her now ex-husband, Thomas. All of her winnings. That's got to be painful. Or Darcy, meet Callie Rogers. In Britain, Callie won £1.9 million when she was just 16. She gave away half of the money to friends and family, then spent a further £300,000 on clothes and plastic surgery. But now, 19 years later, she's completely broke and relying on government assistance some sad stories and one man actually lost his life over his lottery win Sasha Abraham Shakespeare was 40 years old and he won 30 million US dollars in 2006 in the lottery but he was then befriended by a woman named Dee Dee Moore 
Not long later, she was convicted of shooting and killing Shakespeare and hiding his body under a concrete slab in her backyard. And Darcy, to close it out, meet Adrian and Gillian Bayford. Based in the UK, they may have finally answered the question, can money buy happiness? The couple, married for nine years, won £148 million in a jackpot in 2012. Fifteen months after winning the lotto, their marriage came to an end and both parties blamed the stress of their newfound wealth. Some pretty sad stories there to wrap up, Sasha. So I'm not sure if I really want to win the lottery anymore. See, Darcy, that's the difference between you and me. I think I'd be... I'd be the exception, not the rule. (laughs) You never know when that much money's in front of you, though. Who knows if you can restrain yourself. (laughs) Well, we'd love to know what you think. Come and let us know on Instagram. Our handle is at thedive.businessnews. And if you've enjoyed this episode, tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way for our podcast to grow, and we'd love to welcome more listeners to the fold. A reminder, if you're in the UK, we're testing Referomatic. Head to the link in the show notes to find out more you could find yourself on a plane to Australia. You don't even need to win the lotto to buy the ticket. Thanks so much for joining me today, Darcy. Thanks, Sasha. Until next time. The Dive is a product of Equity Mates Media. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media and the hosts of The Dive acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. The hosts of The Dive are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 